That's a, a very loaded question um, because I'm probably the messiest. <laughs> um, I like to spray my kit all over so it can dry out. I say so it can dry out um, nicely, but and it's mostly to keep other players out of my space as well. <laughs> I'd say it's probably myself and um, Sean Von Berg. Um, his nickname's Grabber, Grabby, so he's a, he's a bit messy. Uh, but it's probably between us and obviously all the keepers. Yeah, the keepers have got massive keep bags with four sets of pads, 15 pairs of gloves, and that's all got to get dry. So the keepers, myself and Sean. So it sounds like all the old boys. <laughs> the neatest guy, um, I'd probably say Reinhard van Tonder. You walk into the change room and he's got his bats lined up. You know, from number one to number four, his gloves is lined up one number one to number four. Um, he's in the mirror there doing his hair. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's interesting in the changing room, really. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, and of course, in terms of the travels when you guys are on the bus, I'm sure that you've got a few jokers and you've got the silent lads. Um, when I used to play cricket, we used to call those the silent assassins, and of course, the ones that sing. In terms of the traveling on the bus, who would you say is the joker, the silent assassin, and of course, the one who is always singing out loud? Silent assassin in our team is definitely Mbuleiro Mbudaza. Yeah, that guy, that, he doesn't speak a word, <laughs> he just smiles all the time. Um, and sleeps, smiles and sleeps. Um, but pretty funny in a way when he speaks. Um, the Joker, again, probably me. <laughs> I like to, um, when guys fall asleep, burn them with a lighter or you know, find a way to, to wake them up. Um, the guy who sings the most, plays the most music, I'd say, is um, that's a difficult one because all the guys like their different music. Um, you know, that's a difficult one. Usually the guys who sit in the back of the bus, <laughs> they usually have the speaker there playing some tunes. Grant McQuena, um, if I can think. Yeah, that's probably Grant and his crew at the back there. Yeah, whoever's at the back. Patrick Kruger, definitely. Alaka. And of course, building into, into a new season, I'm certain that there'll be a lot of banter, there'll be a lot of fun. In terms of banter on the cricketing field, many people, especially because you're a wiki, many people believe that the slips is the best place for you to be when you want the best banter on a cricketing field. I mean, when you've got a nice uh, fast bowler running in and maybe uh, the batsman gets one to the body, you can always hear the chirping in the slips there. Where would you say, in your opinion, is the best place for the banter on the cricketing field look up firstly um on quick info it says i'm a wicket keeper but i'm actually not i'm more of a like a stopper at the back we have way better keepers than me um i don't know how it's got to wicket keeper being on quick info but i'm literally like the if the keeper breaks a finger i'll go stand back there and, and catch it the best banter, um, definitely when you have a fast bowler, but sometimes when the ball is turning and a, and a team has to block it out and you have all the guys close in, that's when the best banter comes out. It's not always friendly banter. Um, I remember when we had Marchand de Lange and Duan Willefie playing for us a couple of seasons ago. Uh, Marchand was playing for the Titans the season before that. And you'd walk out to bat and all you hear the slips would just go, hey, inner, inner, ouch, ouch, it's going to hurt. Uh, because he'd come for you. And then the next year, he was playing for us with Duan. So it was our turn to stand back there and just say to all the batters, oh, this is coming for you now. Um, yeah, the banter on the field, 
I'd say it's died down quite a bit um, over the years now. The umpires, have, well, not the umpires, but the rules have become a lot stricter with regards to what you're allowed to say, getting into batter space and all that. Um, I think it's, it is for the better because some, a lot of times it did get out of hand. Um, it's a lot better now, a lot more manageable, but obviously players still, still like to get a bit of a, a dig into the opposition most of the time. Sometimes the banter goes to your own team. You know, we had uh, Keegan Peterson played for us last year. I think he dropped three catches in one game. <laughs> so the, the banter from our side that went to, to him was, was more than the opposition gave him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I suppose that's also what uh, makes the sports of cricket fun because you need to have a good laugh, especially when, when you're playing the whole day in the sun. I mean, a good laugh is also always something that you, you can enjoy. I think looking at the season that now lies ahead after COVID-19, and of course, this is something that we will overcome. You, you are the captain in terms of going into the future. Now, looking at some of the, the talent that you guys have acquired as well, for example, somebody um, like an um, like Alfred that now comes from, from the Titans as well. Matthew Kleinfeld as well from the Cape Cobras. How are you feeling as a captain building into the new season with some of the talent that you guys have been able to acquire? Look, every, every start of, end of every season, you're sitting with like, almost like, a, it feels like a signing window where, you know, it's a lot of players making calls uh, back and forth. Um, guys who want to move here, what for what amount, what's the deal, what's my playing opportunity, all that. So I think this year, in previous years, we've gone, this is the skill set we want, that's the player we get. Where this year, we've gone, what's the personality and the type of person we want to get here with the skill set? Mm. So we had a lot of guys that wanted to come into the Knights because they think they can get opportunity here but they're not necessarily going to fit into our brand of cricket and the way we want to do things um, so a guy like Alfred for example his skill set fits in perfectly for what we want to do um, you know he bowls a little bit slower a few cutters you know, on the Kimberley wicket that he, he's probably going to be our best bowler so but the biggest thing was his personality would have fitted in with us very nicely because he's a hard worker um, you know, he's a, a very good guy to have in the team when it comes to um, the coach asks us to buy into something. You will be a guy that's going to buy into it and not necessarily fight the, the system and be a difficult guy in the change room. Um, we have got guys like that, but we need the right balance of that. You're going to have five or six guys that are difficult personalities in the change room and five or six guys that don't say a word in the change room. So you need a balance of guys that challenge the system, that buy into the system and drive the system um, and the processes that you want to get. So in the signings we've made, we've definitely, I think we've signed very well. Um, obviously, all talented players because they all play franchise cricket. Um, they've been earmarked very, very well. But we've made very good signings with regards to what do we need at the Knights for our type of cricket that we want to play and players who will buy into that. Definitely. And of course, you mentioned signing well and signing impact players. And of course, the big signing, the most important one sometimes in terms of the headlines is the fact that Alan Donald will be making his way back to, to Central South Africa. And of course, he's signed with the VKB Knights. How important and how much of an impact do you believe a player would learn from Alan Donald in terms of learning from, from one of the greats, but also such a fantastic cricketing personality and a wealth of knowledge in terms of the game. How much of an impact will he have on the VKB Knights going into the 2020-2021 season? 
that was, I'd say, that was the biggest um, ace in the hole for us, um, was getting a guy that's got international experience. Um, he's obviously been Australia's bowling coach, New Zealand's bowling coach, coached in England for how many years, um, a South Africa's bowling coach, um, a, a legend of the game. So he knows cricket through and through. He knows the level that's above us. He knows what's happening there. He knows the tactics, what is said in the change room and how it is said, what is said to get the best out of a player at that level. So how do we... I think a, a franchise coach's job is to get players ready for the next level and to drive players into the next level. Well, that's probably a big part of his job. So now we have a guy that can do that, that knows what is expected of us, uh, or knows what is expected of players to get to that level. Um, from a player's point of view, you're sitting with a guy that when he opens his mouth, this guy's a Hall of Famer that says, okay, guys, you need to do 15 laps around the field, for example, or 50 push-ups. It's a Hall of Famer saying that he's done it. You Obviously, it's a lot easier to buy into something like that from a player's point of view. And it's not just the fact that he comes with all the respect. He comes with all the knowledge as well. A massive motivator in the team. Um, our coaching structure that he's... I'm not sure if he's brought it with him, but the, the coaching structure that they've changed is Alan Donald comes in. JP Trichard, who was at Northern Cape, uh, coached Northerns last year as well. A uh, hell of a, a hard worker, great motivator. Um, Gerard Maria was a Titans batting consultant, batting coach at a stage. He, he's been working at, uh, he's got an academy in Bloom as well. He's on board as a, um, as a batting consultant. Um, Warner Castellain, obviously our trainer. Um, that's, Plenty of probably the most experienced trainer in the country, except for Adrian LaRue, who's the national team uh, trainer. So our coaching staff and the expertise we're putting and the tools we're giving the players are second to none in the country at the moment. So for us, that is a hell of a plus. If we want to lure players to uh, the Knights, we can say, listen, we're sitting with the best coaching structure in the country. If Alan Donald picks up the phone and he phones Mark Boucher and he says, listen, this guy can play. Mark Boucher will, list, will, will listen to Alan Donald. So guys who want to play for South Africa will now seriously consider the Knights as a, an option to further their careers. Definitely. And then, of course, in terms of looking at the season that lies ahead after COVID-19, one of the most challenging things for, for many South Africans at this point in time is, of course, to overcome this um, national lockdown period. A lot of people are feeling slightly discouraged and, and feeling a little bit down because we can't necessarily do the things that we would like to do. And, of course, I would like to hear from you. Do you possibly have a special message, a simple message that you would just like to send to all South Africans out there as we continue to fight this COVID-19? COVID-19 pandemic? Look, it's, it's not just us. Um, it's all over the world. Um, but we, I think your, your base is and what you can control is what you do at home. Um, it's tough. People are losing their jobs. They're going hungry. They're starving you know, in the, in the poorer, poorer areas. Um, but the rules are, I feel the rules are there that government has put in place to keep the large part of the community and of the population safe and it's they are trying to keep us safe whether we agree with that or not they have experts obviously advising them in what to do so hang tight sit tight um let them guide us they are the ones that that, that we entrust to make the decisions and we should trust them to try and make the right decisions um, whether we always agree with it or not it's not really up to us it's like the captain making a boating change that you don't always agree with or you know we just change the batting lineup 
We have to trust that it's in the best interest of the country as a whole. So let's sit tight. Let's hang in there. We're already down to level four. So we've got three hours of outside time that you can do. But let's stick to the rules when we do that. Um, let's stick to the rules when you go back to work. When schools reopen, let's be careful about this. There is, like you said earlier, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We will get over this. But it's up to us how quickly we get there. So everyone has a responsibility. This is now a 60 million team game we're playing against this COVID thing. And if everyone buys into what we want, it's not going to be like it. But if we can get a large majority buying into it, we will get out on top. And we'll get there quickly. Definitely. And I completely... I don't know if that's a, if, <laughs> no, that's a powerful message. That's a powerful message. Listen, I just want to thank you so much. And of course, we look forward to overcoming this COVID-19 pandemic. And most importantly, we look forward to the 2020-2021 season for the VKB Knights. A lot of exciting things that lie ahead for both Alan Donald, for you as a captain, for the team as a whole. And then ultimately, I just want to thank you so much for your time. You're a great role model in terms of young South African um, cricketers that are consistently working hard to achieve their dreams every single day and most importantly you're a great family guy and ultimately you're just a great South African so I just want to say thank you so much Pite van Bouillon for being a great example and being an absolutely fantastic South African can you just send me this last little bit? I just want to play it to my wife. I'll definitely do so. I'll definitely do so. Don't stress about that. But on a serious note, thank you so much for all that you're doing for this country. Thank you.